And welcome once again, my friends, to the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast Edition, episode number, whatever you want to call it, number 492, closing in on the 500 mark. And we got some some stuff for y'all today that is going to make you giggle, laugh, snort, uh, I don't know. Some of it's going to want to make you throw up, throw something against the wall to see if it sticks, and I don't know, maybe... Maybe punch somebody. Not really, not really. No need for violence. Uh, let's start off, my friends. At, uh, in college, MRC TV, uh, they had a little uh, a talk at the library event space at this college, and a female athlete was silenced for misgendering people. When all she wanted to do was say, was talk about women who want to compete against other women in sports and not men because it's not fair to them and how that destroys their dreams. And also it turns into a lesson on how the left loves freedom of speech as long as their gums are the ones flapping. As soon as their gums stop flapping, everyone better shut up or else. Um, This happened on Sunday. The Moms for Liberty chapter in YOLO. California hosted an event called Forum on Fair and Safe Sport for Girls. It was held at the Mary L. Stevens Davis Branch Library. While the group reserved the event space, a librarian uh, revoked the group's reservation just a few minutes into the program when the first speaker referred to a transgender woman as a man. Oh, excuse me, a biological man. Even though, indeed, they are a biological man. You can't refer to a biological man as a biological man because that is biologically unacceptable racism, homophobism. Uh, just, just make up the words as you go along. According to the information uh, that was distributed to promote the event, the California Interscholastic Federation, the CIF, for the experts prioritizes the wants of males before the needs of females <laughs> sounds like me <laughs> i'm kidding ladies just kidding it's time to expose cif's discriminatory policies that put girls at risk and remove opportunities uh to excel in sports because women matter right girls matter girls need sports too uh, the event agenda included numerous topics to help the audience understand the complexities and niches, our niches of uh, transgender women in female sports. One presentation was labeled Title IX History and Current Status. Do girls have the right to equal opportunity in sports? Uh, another presentation was planned to go over the, the physiological differences or advantages rather of male athletes. And another plan to propose new policies to keep girls' sports safe and fair. In other words, girls play girls' sports. How radical is that, right? The first speaker was Sophia Lore, who is employed by the California Family Council, was invited to share her personal story of being a college athlete. Uh, Lore, I believe you say you say her name, First gave a rundown of what the event would cover and then tried to share a little bit about her own life to add context to the discussion. In other words, she wanted to engage in free speech. And that really ticked the left off, I guess. 
Before she could even begin, someone yelled out, Are you going to misgender people throughout the entire thing? I doubt they had that accent, but well, we'll go with that. Uh, Lore respectfully asked the individual to save his questions till the end. In other words, let me talk. Let me say what I want to say. He had questions, comments. Hit me after, after right? Makes sense. That's how civilized people have debates and discussions. Roundtables, that kind of things. By the way, if you hold a round table and the table is actually square or a rectangle, is it still a round table? Or did I dismiss gender tables? I don't know. The table lobby may come after me now. You're misgendering furniture again, you son of a bitch. Stop it. Then the librarian chimed in saying, I do not want any transgender females being called males. Uh, Larray rightfully was stunned. Aaron Friday, a California attorney who was scheduled who was a scheduled speaker at the event, asked to see the library's policies regarding the First Amendment rights and policies on events just before another audience member started yelling, Trans women are women! Oh, such a, such a thrilling debate this must have been to see. Like a bunch of four-year-olds trying to have a... Dis- or a bunch of adults trying to have a logical discussion with a bunch of four-year-olds. The librarian argued that trans women are protected under state law and that misgendering people is not respectful. The librarian argued that transgenders, uh, trans women, they're protected by law, but apparently not this lady's freedom of speech that was talking or trying to talk. Funny how that works. It's, it's like selective, uh, selective outrage syndrome for the left. I'd argue that screaming out while someone is giving a presentation is not respectful, but that's an aside. According to a video obtained from the event, the audience was chock full of numerous, numerous pro-LGBTQ uh, people adorned with trans signs, flags, and unsurprisingly, rainbow hair. Rainbow hair for justice or something. Rainbow hair to save the whales, you bastards. Uh, since librarian Scott Love... Uh, could not provide any written documentation that the event needed to be shut down according to some library code, Lorraine was finally able to actually begin. So this clown, uh, this librarian, Scott Love, to crush free speech, uh, he, I assume it's a he, but whatever gender his, he wants to fly, fly his freak flag from, just don't mess with people's freedom of speech there, okay, Scott? Uh, at 10 years old, like I said, all I dreamed about was being a college soccer player, this young lady began. Currently, 10-year-old girls cannot live out that same dream I had as long as men are allowed to compete in women's sports. So now, no matter how hard girls work, and she didn't get the rest out because she was interrupted again. This time, the librarian said she'd, she'd have her removed, so she had to say biological girls and biological men just to share her story. The librarian would fit well back in the old Soviet Union or Mao's China or North Korea today or Cuba today. How about Venezuela? Any communist trash country? Because, again, you're going to say the words, I want or else. I'm going to take something from you, deny you a right, deny you a pro- whatever it is. Uh, people like that are nothing but bullies. Nothing but bullies. Don't. There's no difference in them and a schoolyard bully. None. 
and don't mistake uh, their their outward appeals for tolerance. They don't want tolerance. They want you to shut up unless you agree with them. Uh, well, unfortunately, she didn't get much further. Love told her to leave because you were misgendering. You were talking about men and women's sports. Yes, she was trying to until some asshole interrupted her. Some statist ass. Now, what is this but squashing someone's First Amendment rights? Sounds like somebody needed to have a talk with the librarian and say, Okay, see the chair over there? Sit down. Shut your mouth. Okay? And let the discussion happen. If you don't like freedom of speech, you can leave. There's the door. Don't let the knob hit you where nature splits you. Uh, let me see. Uh, we all have First Amendment rights, whether you believe what I believe or whether I believe in what you believe. But as an American, I'm allowed to have my First Amendment rights just like you are, Friday explained. Later adding, it was unfair for people to be interrupting my First Amendment rights and that if they didn't want to listen to her, they were welcome to leave. But the left can't do that. The left doesn't want to lead. The left doesn't want, left doesn't want to agree or disagree. The left doesn't want to be respectful. They want to be in charge. And they want you to shut up and take it. Period. They are statist at heart. Leftism is about statism. And what is the mortal enemy of statism or collectivism as I usually call it? Individualism. And hence you have the world's oldest divide along ideological lines individualism versus leftism or statism or collectivism whichever you prefer now after that all hell broke out once again with screaming and tantrums coming from the audience and the librarian insisted that unless Lori left the event would be concluded let this end it right here I'll take my ball and I'll go home tell you right now uh, not surprisingly, this same library is extremely pro-LGBTQ. On June the 4th, it set up a booth at the Davis Pride Festival Community Fair. Uh, it hosted a Pride Storytime event for children ages 3 to 6, and even Movie Night, where it streamed a movie about a transgender teen. Because we have to, we have to properly uh, indoctrinate our children to not believe in gender or anything else. That's why we hate Ron DeSantis so much. Uh, but the second an event pops up that has a, a differing opinion, you know what hits the fan. It's really a shocker that the left thinks that free speech is only permitted when it aligns with their wacko agenda. But it does, my friends. It does. And did you catch Biden, by the way, finally went to Hawaii? He probably thought he's going to the Ukraine or something to to uh, make some more money. But uh, he actually went to Hawaii. actually made a joke about how hot it was. You're all class, Joe Biden. You're all class. Nothing but a, but a half-witted bullshit artist. That's all you've ever been. A glad-hander. A crook. Corrupt. Your family's absolutely... Bat, you know what, crazy. I'll say bat guano crazy. You're a pathetic human being and a worse president. And God, please, Republican, get your act together and get him the hell out next November. 
the love of God. Even Chris Christie would be better than Joe Biden. God, I can't believe I'd have said that. I actually threw up in my mouth when I said the word Chris Christie. Oh, God, there's it goes again. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's move on to something else, my friends. Let's go to the College Fix where there's news from Rachel Lalge from the University of By God Florida Gators. Uh, San Francisco State has hired an engineering dean, but not just any engineering dean. This is a special engineering de- dean because this is an anti-racist engineering dean. Now, should you really have to say you're anti-racist? I mean, racism's bad. Discriminating on skin color, judging on skin color is bad. Uh, most people agree with that. About 98% of the people in the world agree. The other 2%, who cares? But you have to say it understanding what anti-racist is. Anti-racist means you hate anything conservative or not serving the left. And white men, of course. Especially the heterosexual white men. Uh, San Francisco State University has appointed a new dean to lead the College of Science and Engineering uh, to create an environment of multiculturalism, inclusiveness, and equity. Oh, God, those words get me so hot. Uh, This is according to an announcement. Uh, Professor Diane Harris currently teaches in the psychology department. Her research has focused on the development of eating disorders within communities of color, according to the university. So now food's racist, I guess. The college tasked Harris uh, with institutionalizing an anti-racist, multicultural community within the college and implementing the goals and objectives of the Strategic Action Plan, or SAP, SAP. And you know who believes in it? SAPs. How odd. Uh, And strategic action plan developed by uh, Colorado Southeast Anti-Racism Task Force. Nah, it's not Colorado. This is in California, correct? It's the COSE Anti-Racism Task Force. It was completed in August of 2022. The College Fix reached out to campus spokesperson for a copy of the report and for more information on the recommendations. Kent Bravo, uh, the college's media specialist, did not respond to two emailed requests for comments sent in the past week and a half. The initial announcement of the task force, however, stated the report would be available on the college website. No such report can be found, of course. When do, when's it ever going to change? When's that ever going to change? The left's never transparent. They talk about it, but they aren't it. Uh, the fix reached out to Professor Harris, asked for a copy of the report, her first tangible priority for the new role, and what obstacles she has seen so far in implementing the, quote, anti-racism racism agenda. And she has not responded to the email, apparently. One inspiration for her work is the death of some people who are seen as being killed as a result of racism. Uh, she said, we must honor those who sacrificed their lives uh, with a reference to George Floyd. I'm sorry. I, I, I misspoke of the Saint George Floyd. You need to be honest about George Floyd in his gold coffin. 
George Fentanyl Floyd. There, I fixed it. Although we continue to experience the trauma of racism, we must commit to confronting racism and to stopping its violence and destruction. Why do people like her never talk to the community that is the most common victim of crime, the most common perpetrators of violent crime, and has the conditions in places like inner cities so deplorable? Why do they never seek to help people there, really help them, instead of just playing victim cards? Because there's more money for them. And that's the game. It's about getting money. It's not about helping people. It's about getting money. It's, it's truly despicable, my friends. Uh, more than likely, because of its ingrained historic and continuous perpetuation, we will not eradicate racism in its entirety. Of course not, because that's how you make your living, lady. You're a race pimp. You take, take uh, racism away, what's a race pimp going to do? Actually work for a living? I doubt that's going to happen. However, we have a choice, Harris stated in a news release. We can sit back and do nothing and let the racist destruction continue, or we can actively do something by creating an anti-racist community uh, within COSE. Uh, a business professor at Drexel a University who wrote a book about liberal bias in higher education criticized the new hire and comments to the fix. San Francisco State will achieve nothing except additional budget bloat because it's all about the Benjamins, baby, uh, because its so-called goals are nothing more than a contrived fantasy of phantom racism that exists both everywhere and nowhere at the same time. That's from Professor Stanley Ridge. Uh, Stanley Risley, excuse me. These institutions with their anti-racism plans never identify any specific person, program, procedure, or policy that exhibits this racist destruction that they aim to eradicate. San Francisco State is typical in this regard with the added insult that it has appointed a person whose research focuses on eating disorders uh, within communities of color. People want engineering schools to produce graduates who build bridges that don't collapse and tourist submarines that don't implode. They don't care about bolted-on diversity linked to social engineering rather than to engineering writ proper. He said that while DEI movement has lost support, the university is still a participant. SFU, he added, uh, has added an additional bureau bureaucratic or bureaucrat rather to the monstrosity. The rest of the country is moving on from the DEI fraud slowly and painfully as the bureaucrats and corporations are being let go or shifted to other roles. Yet SFU is climbing aboard in a movement that is in its twilight, like buying bell-bottom jeans, learning to dance to the Macarena, or wearing a mask alone while in an automobile. Amen to that, my friend. Again, race it's an industry. Race pimping, race baiting. It is absolutely an industry now. Now, let's move on to this, my friend. Uh, Moon Battery has a, a nice piece here. Lose my, lost my place. Earlier, Dave Blunt says, we mentioned some of the causes of ep the epidemic of severe, severe mental health issues among children. 
Uh, destroy pride in our heritage. Deny the sense of meaning provided by religion. Tell kids they are inherently bad or inherently helpless because of their race. Mess up their minds by encouraging them to believe they are members of the opposite sex. Shriek that the planet is dying because of humans. Cancel their economic future beneath mountains of government debt. Submerse them in the nihilistic sewage that passes for pop culture. Then lock them in their rooms with social media for a couple of years. When they emerge into the outer world, blinking like movies in the sun, like moles in the sunlight, don't expect mental health. Well said. Compounding the problem is that when kids seek treatment for mental health issues, largely caused or exacerbated by moon battery, they are often treated by mental health professionals who are themselves moon bats, who may even be insane. Diane Ehrenshaft, or Ehrensoft, who is a self-identified feminist who supports gender revolution, is a director of mental health and chief psychologist at the UCSF uh, Benioff Children's Hospital Gender Development Center. She's also a professor at UCSF School of Medicine. The developmental and clinical psychologist specializes in pediatric gender-affirming care or gender-affirmative care uh, for transgender and gender-expansive patients. UCSF, the University of California, San Francisco, buckle up for a ride on the crazy train, Dave Blunt writes. Erin uh, Soft focuses her research on how genders before puberty develop as well as the mental health as effects of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, which are part of chemical sex changes on children. So in other words, she's a uh, kind of an evil doctor who likes to mutilate children, apparently both physically and mentally. It can be assumed that from her viewpoint, the mental health effects will be beneficial, provided they drive children into psychosis that will put them on track for horrific sex change surgeries. Because if you're not mutilated, if your genitals haven't been mutilated yet, you're a loser apparently these days. Sickening, it really is. Ehrensoft made what some may consider things are some fringe claims about gender ideology, including saying that kids can identify as gender hybrids. Oh, good Lord. Gender hybrids? So they can run on gas or electric? Is that... Uh, uh, which includes a mythi 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 mythology-inspired creature called a gender minotaur. Minotaur is what, half man, half bull or something, I believe? If I'm not mistaken. And the kids can change your gender by season. Well, it's fall, you know, and I always turn into a boy in the fall because I love football. But oh, when winter comes, you're damn right I'm a woman again because I like to bake. Uh, just I don't know what to do but joke. You either have to cry or or laugh at these morons. You really do. Uh, a gender minotaur now, and the kids can change their gender by season and can have different identities depending on their location. Huh? I'm a I'm a man here in uh, Virginia. Wonder if I moved to Indiana, would I become a woman, or maybe a minotaur? Who knows? I'm a crazy guy sometimes. You just never know about me. Uh, she didn't get to her position without being at the vanguard of gender ideology. Or I might say gender idiocy. 
I totally agree. We're, we are in the midst of a gender revolution and the children are leading it. Uh, it's a wonderful thing to see. It's also humbling to know children know more than we do about this topic of being gender expansive. Sounds like something crazy people like you, sick bastards like you made up, lady. I got to be honest with you. I think maybe you should identify as a monster minotaur that uh, mutilates children's minds and bodies. How about that? I think that's closer to the truth. She said these things during a 2018 talk at the San Francisco Public Library. Or rather, children are being led uh, into leading it by aging hippies. Ellen Soft believes that transgender revolution is the next phase of the 60s feminist movement, which featured challenging stereotypes about gender. So you go from challenging stereotypes about gender, from being feminist, which is allegedly pro-woman, to being gender, completely gender dysfunctional. Gender is fluid. Gender is whatever you want it to be. It's Tuesday, I want to be a man. Next Thursday, I want to be a woman again. Complete madness, my friends. Uh, Ellen Soft is not a mental health professional so much as a leftist social engineer. This is typical of all professionals that have been infiltrated, subverted, and repurposed by moon bats. Instead of displaying mastery of the 4011 gender identities to achieve their credentials, mental health professionals should have to pass a review by normal people to determine whether they are sane enough to offer guidance uh, to others. Unbelievable. And to close us out, had to get to this. From the Daily Mail, uh, the Labor London mayor uh, faced calls to apologize after the extraordinary message appeared in an official guide on how to portray the brand of the mayor and greater london authority this was despite the fact that the guide opened with the words a city for all londoners so it sounds like that describes you. are you a londoner you belong in london but this is the left we're dealing with so you can't stop there and a promise to appeal to everyone no matter their age gender sexual orientation ethnicity religion disability or family makeup unless you're a white mother I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to say that word. Family show. Thank you. The leftist conception of inclusion does not include regular people, apparently. As Breitbart noted, it is, it is not the first time that Mr. Khan, that's the mayor of London, uh, but his government has been criticized for engaging in anti-white racism with the TFL, that's the Transport for London, which Khan serves as a chairman of, advertised a paid position earlier this year for candidates of non-white heritage. You got it? In other words, if you're white, don't bother to apply. Only non-white people need to apply because this is for all Londoners except you white bastards. Khan and his henchmen are technically correct that a European family no longer represents London the English are already a minority in their two largest cities, and they soon will be in their country as a whole. Refer to South Africa to see where it goes from there. Uh, a day after Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, celebrated Black Pride, the Daily Mail find, found this on his website, 
suggesting a white family doesn't represent real Londoners. Uh, Darren Grimes pointed this out on Twitter. And there's a picture there of, looks like a married couple with a son and a daughter, eight, nine, ten years old. And they're taking a nice stroll on a nice sunny London day. But right above the picture of this white family is, is are four words. Doesn't represent real Londoners. So are they fake Londoners? Are they London, Londoner, Londoner wannabes? I don't know. Uh, can you imagine such a, such a suggestion being made in reverse? He would condemn it as racism. And then he called Khan a divisive little man. I would guarantee. Unbelievable, my friends. The openness. Sometimes the left really lets their mask slip. Remember Rush Limbaugh used to talk a lot about that? Well, we've gone from their mask slipping more and more frequently to them not even wearing a mask at all. To letting the really ugly side come out their actual face very sad very 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 sad so no white Londoners are real Londoners gender is whatever the hell you want it to be whatever a crazy leftist professor tells you and we're just we're a mess in this country my friends and that's it for me God bless you thank you for listening you hit that button on the Spotify you're listening to this podcast it says Support this podcast. If you hit it, you can support this podcast. Without me directly asking you for money, I'm asking you for money anyway. I also take uh, plain manila envelopes under on the front or back courts of my home. I won't ask and you won't tell. We can be like the Bidens. Except you have to be Hunter because I'm not doing crack and doing porn with hookers. Yeah. No porn with hookers. You end up with all kind of crazy stuff. Uh, but anyway, my friends, thank you for listening. Remember the three rules of this podcast and the Daily Gator blog. If you're left, you just ain't right. Go Gators. And yes, God bless America. Y'all have a wonderful day. I should be back tomorrow yakking at you again. And uh, from the home base of the Daily Gator here, peace out. Y'all have a good one. Take care. Behave, you knuckleheads.